And that's hit well and deep to right center. Hanna is going back at the wall, looking up. See you later! Over the Astros' bullpen, Jordan Alvarez goes deep for the 11th time this year. And the Astros go up 1-0. Here's the 1-1. And that ball smoked. Deep to left field and gone! Gurriel does it again. Both set in the stretch. Now the pitch. Got to buy him. High fastballs. Olsen goes down on strikes again. That's now... Six strikeouts for Garrett Cole and even 200 on the season. How about that? 200 strikeouts on July 22nd. 36. So two. Swing and a miss. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night for Nick Martini. Garrett Cole with his 10th strikeout as he strikes out the side. The 3-2. Strike three call. That one at the knees. Four strikeouts in a row. That's 11 now in the game for Cole. And he just keeps racking them up. Yet another double-figure strikeout game for Cole, his 12th this season. That's one more than Chris Sale for the Major League lead. He has 20 double-digit strikeouts games in his 54 starts for the Astros. That's 37% of the time he does that. Since seven innings of work, just two hits, one run. So Garrett Cole finishing with 106 pitches. Last 11 starts, the Astros hold on, runs his record as 7-0 with an ERA right around two. Hasn't lost since May 22nd. It's a ground ball to the left side. Is it going to get through? Yes, it will. Scoring Brantley. They'll hold Alvarez at third. Another run for the Astros on the RBI single by Gurriel. It's 11 to nothing. Robert, tonight the Astros scored their 11th run on their 11th hit with the 11th batter of the inning on Apollo 11 night. That's pretty eerie, isn't it? That is. 11th run on their 11th hit with the 11th batter on Apollo 11 night. How many strikeouts for Cole? That would be 11. <laughs> Smith working from the first base side of the rubber delivers to Canna, and that's grounded left side. Charging Diaz feels the short hop, throws to first in time, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros take the opener from Oakland, winning tonight by a final score of 11-1, as the Astros have now won six in a row. Joined by Joe Smith, got the final three outs, and, and all on the ground. That's what you want to see, right? Yes, <laughs> I need that. <laughs> I've been trying, you know, this, it's been a long process to get back here, and you know it's it sucked. It's been a grind, and it's just fun to get out with the boys. But I mean, with that coming back from it, there was a bunch of things that I wanted to work on and get a lot better from last year. And that sinker is definitely one of them. I got to get back to getting the ball on the ground. I had too many balls in the air last year. Too many balls hit hard. So I'm glad, I'm glad something good's coming from this because that was a long time sitting around. Joe, it looks like there's a lot of good coming from it. The, the precision. I mean, it looks like to me like the release point looks consistent, and you're putting the ball where you want to. Yeah, I mean, the, I was fortunately able to start throwing in February. Um, at the end of February, you know, yeah. we were doing it behind closed doors so y'all couldn't see, but I've been able to do that, and then it was just about getting ready to run. So I've been able to get off the mound a lot before um, I, before even the rehab game. So even when I went to the rehab games, I felt like my delivery was in sync. I felt good off the bump. You know, the big test was just running over to first base or somewhere else. Sure. But, um, that work is, you know, it's been, I hope it continues, you know, through the rest of the season. We put a lot of work in with Strami and uh, Murph down there in Florida. All the guys everywhere I've been, everywhere I've been, man. Well, it's paying off, man. You look great. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, good to see you back out there, Joe. Thanks for joining us. All right, thanks, guys. Take it easy. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. 
Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros play the second game of a three-game series against the Oakland A's. Astros took the series opener 11-1 yesterday as Yuli Gurriel had three hits, including a homer, drove in three. Garrett Cole struck out 11 and allowed only one run over seven innings to earn the victory as the Astros have won their six in a row. A's have lost their last two. Astros 65 and 37 in first place in the American League West, seven and a half games ahead of Oakland, which is 57 and 44 in second in the division. A's are leading for the first wild card. It's time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist leading medicine. Astros will send lefty Wade Miley to the mound today. Miley, eighth in the American League with a 3.25 earned run average. Only has four losses this season, and one of those is to Oakland. Yeah, he's been fantastic this year, and especially at home. He's got an ERA under two uh, in his eight starts at, at Minute Maid Park, and he can do it in a lot of different ways. We saw early in the season maybe his first five or six starts. It was mostly just to cut fastballs inside to, to the right-handed batters, but He's opened things up with a four-seam fastball, a curve, a changeup that's been a really good pitch for him. So he can go inside, outside, whatever he needs to do. But he goes inside a lot early to open up things late later on. Meanwhile, Mike Fires, the former Astro on the mound for the Oakland A's. He got off to a bit of a slow start this season through a no-hitter back on May 7th. And beginning with that start, he has been outstanding 7-0 and over his last 13 outings. Yeah, how about that? He hasn't lost a start since May 1st, and, and you start looking at some of the numbers, you get a little deeper, and you see, well, the fly ball rate's a little higher, the exit velocity is a little higher, yet he hasn't given up a home run in 41 and a third innings. How is this happening? So we'll just have to wait and see. The Astros are on a roll, especially with the long ball. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, the Astros were able to get to Homer Bailey yesterday. The A's starter knocked him out in the third inning, didn't even record an out in that inning, and that required the A's bullpen to cover quite a few innings. And it's an A's bullpen that's been kind of taxed lately. They had to call up a reliever today, replacing the position player, Nick Martini, who pitched in yesterday's ball game. He was only up in the big leagues for a day, so getting into that A's bullpen would be huge. It would be. So we can even go back another day past that, and uh, 16 outs recorded by starting pitchers in the last two games combined mm -hmm. for the A's. So they have been taxed, and their bullpen, quite frankly, not as good as it was last year. Trinan's been struggling. Trevino has struggled quite a bit. Liam Hendricks, their closer now, has done a great job. But he's pitched three games in a row coming into this series. So they've been overworked. And plus, uh, almost, uh, you're starting to look at this team now. It's not the same blueprint they won with last year with that lockdown bullpen. They have to piece things together, and they need good starting pitching. Coming up next, we'll talk with A.J. Hinch. The manager's show presented by Waste Management. A little later, we'll hear... From Aledmiz Diaz, came off the injury list yesterday, but now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Welcome back to Astro Lunch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with A.J. Hinch after a big-time win yesterday. A.J., 11-1 uh, against the Gays. 
I think Garrett Cole goes out there and, and sets the tone right away with a commanding first, don't you? He did, he did and, and it, he usually does that when it when it comes to h the intensity he brings to his starts, mm -hmm. and then and then when he got into the game the way he did, and then our offense took off. Um, what a game for us on on both sides of the ball. You know, Garrett got through seven innings, which was very important. The dominance was real. The punch outs, got his 11th win, just a, just a big time performance. Hey, you guys are hitting a lot of home runs, but you always talk about beat them with singles, and you guys are doing yeah. that. You're getting big hits with runners in scoring position. Yeah, I think my favorite hit is Jordan's opposite field yeah. base hit, which, you know, will just mess up some some charts that team teams keep and try to where they're going to play them defensively. And then, you know, we just kept the line moving yesterday, and, and then obviously some big blows. Yuli Gurriel, Homer, the the... Uh, Jordan's homer, the just the big big hit after big hit, good at bat after good at bat. We never really let Bailey off the hook. Got chased him early, got into their pen, really really sets us up nicely. And Diaz, he, he gets his first mm -hmm. game back off the IL, and he contributes a three-run homer. That was a big shot. It was a big shot, a good return for him. Obviously, he's worked really hard, had a couple of different injuries to the same leg over the course of the last couple months. So to get him back in the lineup, everybody was pumped up. The Cubans just teamed up to, yeah. to dominate the the offense for the night. And and is there a better way to get back onto a team than hitting a nine-hole hit a homer? That's, yeah. a, that's a pretty good day. It's perfect. What, how are you going to use a lead mace? Uh, you know what? It depends. As when Carlos comes back, you know his he'll be the utility player and move around the field and and spell some guys. But his he, you know he's a good player and really deserves to be in the lineup a lot. So I'll, I'll have to work pretty hard to make sure that everybody's fresh. Hey, Wade Miley's been pitching great for you. Mm -hmm. It seems like it's a, a point right around 85 to 95 pitches sometimes where things get away. You notice that? Yeah, I mean every fifth, sixth, seventh inning. I mean a lot of pitchers are that way. I think we get spoiled a little bit in seeing how JV closes and how. Garrett Cole finishes his outings hovering around 100. It's not everybody's like that. So I think Wade, you know, tends to, um, you know, I've taken him up to 111 pitches, I think is the yeah. highest total this year. He's he's finished six and seven innings quite often, but I um, I can see, I can sense a little bit of um, execution issues as he gets a little bit deeper into the game. But, you know, as long as those first 80, 85 pitches are, are really good, then we usually have reinforcements for him late. Talk about how, as a former catcher, you notice when a pitcher would get tired. Do you see him open yeah. up a little bit? No, I don't know. I mean, I think it depends on each guy. I think, I think it really comes down to their approach. You know, when I see guys starting to shy away from the strike zone, mm -hmm. um, they're telling me they don't believe in their stuff over the plate. So yeah. wait those so many strikes when he starts kind of messing around and having four and five and six pitch at bats where he's – He's trying to be too fine and too perfect. That's usually when the call of the bullpen comes. Well, Mike Fires has been the Oakland A's best this year. What's what's made him so tough the last couple months? Um, he's good. You know, he's yeah. he's got some deception to him. He he has a lot of a lot of different pitches. He's, you know, we had him you know for those couple years, and he was really good for a stretch for us too. So I, you know, I, for whatever reason, hitters don't pick him up that much. I think his ball moves a little bit. He'll throw the high fastball, which is, which is usually very difficult for hitters. He's got a big time big breaking ball. Cutter. I mean, he's he's got a little something for everybody, and he's executed pretty well this year. A lot of times, you used to talk about when he was your pitcher that it, when he was landing his curveballs when he was at his best. It's just because he, you know, you can't go up there looking breaking ball against him. You have to get on top of his fastball, and you have to be able to pick the ball up mm -hmm. with his funky delivery that he has. And so, when he can spin the little surprise curveball, um, it's usually a free strike. All right, AJ. Good luck tonight. Thank you, Spurgy. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. Big drives, dramatic putts, and great fun with friends. Tickets for the 2019 Houston Open are on sale now. Ticket options for this year's event held at the Golf Club of Houston on October 7th through 13th 
include daily general admission tickets, week-long tickets, and premium ticket packages. Make your plans now to take part in one of the PGA Tour's premier events. Visit HoustonOpenGolf.com to find tickets and all the info on this year's event. Come for the golf. Stay for the party. Astros with a five-game win streak coming in. They've outscored their opponents in that span, 32-11. to Here's the 2-0 to Diaz. Now the pitch, and that ball is hit well. That one's to the left. That one is gone! Three-run homer for Diaz. Welcome back. Uh, how good does that have to feel for Aledmiz Diaz? Hit by a pitch, his first plate appearance. Hadn't played in two months. Next one into the Landry's Crawford box. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Aledmiz Diaz. Returned to the team yesterday, coming off the injury list. He'd been out for two months with a hamstring injury. First of all, congratulations. Good good to have you back. And home run first game back, not bad, huh? Yeah, that was great. That was great. You know, like, especially after, you know, like, missed almost two months, you know, be able to, you know, came back and contribute the first game. That, that was great. And, you know, it looked like initially you weren't going to miss as much time as you wound up missing, but... Wound up, wound up having a setback, and that that had to have been frustrating. Yeah, for sure. You know, like we're getting like uh, at that point, we're getting close. You know, to go to reassignment. You know, and uh, running the base. You know, running the bases. I I felt it a little bit again. You know, and uh, we just uh, take that. You know, the step back and make sure like you know like this time we take the time to be 100% when I came back. A lot of your time that you were out, you, you spent some time down at West Palm Beach uh, with Carlos Correa. How much did it help? Because a lot of times rehab can be kind of lonely. How much did it help having Correa there, someone who was also working his way back? Yeah, for sure. That was great. You know, that was great to be able to, to share that time in Correa. You know, like, yeah, I think it was good for both of us, you know, like, push it together, you know, to try to uh, get better soon, you know, like, both. And, uh, you know, like, hopefully, you know, like, he came back uh, the next couple of games and we got the team back together for you with your hamstring what took the longest to come back for you uh it's like uh this has to be like big parts mental you know like yeah. uh, make sure like uh you're gonna let it go you know sometimes we like uh you know you you, you think you're like 100 percent, and you see the result you know it's like 70 percent. so uh it's a lot of things you know at the same time but uh it's more more the part you know running the bases is the the big challenge you know like change the speed you know that uh, during the running the bases but right now i feel good how much i you know the astros have a lot of different tools to to measure various things like running speed things like that stuff that that wasn't necessarily there in the past how much did that help in terms of just giving you an idea of where you were at in your recovery yeah that's great you know like uh, like you say you know like uh we're using a lot of numbers right now you know like i think that's that's the future in the game you know and uh, i think like everything like kept uh can you know uh, help the player get better you know and, and and you know measure where you are at that point it's going to be great for the game and for the players you know take advantage of that technology you know and apply it to the field you know the other day when rogelio armenteros was here and pitched uh, the Astros had three Cuban players on the field at the same time. Him, Guriel, Jordan Alvarez. Of course, you're a fourth Cuban player on this Astros team. How much pride is that seeing all of these players from where you're from performing well? That's great. You know, that's great. I think, like, um, you know, like, uh, every time we play, you know, we have Cuba in mind. You know, like, I know, like, uh, Cuba is in tough time. You know, they don't have the chance to see us uh, play every day. Like, there is the countries, but at the same time, we know, like, a lot of Cubans, they follow us, you know, and uh, we just try to, you know, like, um, you know, support each other here and uh, try to get better every day and just happy for everybody, you know, like, especially the Cuban guys, like, they're doing a great job in this team. Did you know anything about Jordan Alvarez when you were over in Cuba? 
not really, you know, like he's, he's pretty young, you know, but uh, I think in 2017 or 16, before he signed, I see him like making a workout for the Cardinals and uh, I saw him, I got all the tools, you know, like hitting and running at the time. So I was, he was a pretty excited player, you know, but at uh, the point he's getting right now, he's he's a monster in the home play, you know, like, uh, you know, that quality about to having, you know, like he can hit the ball like everyone on the field, you know, so he's a pretty excited player and thanks God we have in the team. A lot of it can be a tough transition, obviously, for for any Latin player coming over to play in the United States. But even more so for players from Cuba facing some different challenges, can't go home, things of that nature. How much do you try and help Alvarez or some other young Cuban players in baseball in terms of that transition since it's something you've been through? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I think like um, yeah, we try to help him a lot, you know, because uh, I knew it. My first year in 2016 with the Cardinals, I have a Brian Peña in the team, you know, and like he helped me with that transition, especially to get to the big leagues. Uh, it's a lot of adjustment, you know, especially like at this level, you have to perform every day, so you have to be mentally tough. And so that's one thing we try to, you know, tell him as soon as he gets here, just uh, enjoy the game, you know, relax and uh, do whatever, you know, what he knows to do, you know, is uh, play baseball and enjoy it. So he's having a great season and hopefully he can carry off for the rest of the season. Aled Mies Diaz, thanks for joining us. And again, good to have you back. Oh, thank you for having me, man. Back with more of Astro Launch right after this. It's Hall of Fame weekend presented by Houston Methodist. Friday, August 2nd, all fans will receive a replica Nolan Ryan rainbow shoulder jersey. Saturday, the inaugural Astros Hall of Fame class will be inducted. And 10,000 fans will receive a replica Astros Hall of Fame plaque monument. Get here early Sunday for an alumni home run derby. 10,000 fans will receive a replica Astros Hall of Fame jacket statue. Celebrate history during Hall of Fame weekend presented by Houston Methodist. For tickets, visit Astros.com. The most dominant pitcher in Astros history was J.R. Richard. The 6'8 right-hander affected National League managers to the extent that they often scheduled a rest for some of their best hitters when Richard was facing them. In high school, Richard was also a basketball talent at Lincoln High School in Ruston, Louisiana. Richard reportedly passed on some 300 scholarship offers to sign with the Astros in 1969. After compiling an ERA of 0.00 and hitting four home runs in one game, Richard went on to become one of five pitchers in history with consecutive 300 strikeout seasons. Gene Elston was at the microphone September 28, 1978 for Richard's 300th K. Next strikeout for Richard is his 300th. He's picked up two in the ball game. One ball, two strikes on office, leading off here in the bottom of the second. Here's the windup of the next pitch to him. He got him on that one. There it is right there. Number 300. And Bruce Bochy will take the baseball out to JR. Richard has just become the only the ninth pitcher in history of baseball to strike out 300 in a season. Only number nine. It has been done now 18 times, but there have been a few duplicates in there. JR's getting a standing ovation as his infield teammates come around to congratulate him. 300 strikeouts. One year later, Elston told a similar story. J.R. Richard, the distance tonight, three pitchers have been used by the Atlanta Braves. There's the look over to first base. Cabela's backed up a little bit. Now here's the pitch to Miller. He got him. That's number 300 for J.R. Strikeout number 300. And there's the shake of the hand by Louis Pujols. The second year in a row that J.R. Richard has struck out 300 batters. Becomes only the second pitcher in National League history to do that. But a stroke in 1980 began an early end to Richard's career with a 107-71 and record and a 3.15 ERA. The batting average against Richard in 1980 was 166. Tyson still ahead of JR, two on. Two and one pitch to him. Oh. 
There's a little fly ball to left center field. J.R.'s got his third shutout. Cedeno, it's all over. J.R. Richards. Three consecutive shutouts, 31 and two-third innings without a lot of run. That's some kind of chunking. Early in that season, he beat the Dodgers for the 13th straight time, and yet the Astros were deprived of his services in the playoffs. For him and for them, 1980 became a year of what might have been. J.R. Richard is a member of the 2019 Astros Hall of Fame inaugural class presented by Houston Methodist. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.